talks yeah does he really sound like that yes no oh yeah james we might need to immediately (laughs) pause recording so that we can hear this we're gonna need we're gonna need to punt on this and re-record because i need to reread this book man all right guys uh mike what are we doing next week (laughs) yeah (laughs) come back to this um jesus god uh yeah it's a very baffling introduction we'll let you know we're looking at the undertaker today no, I really need to know if that's what he sounds like. Apparently he does. Why would I lie about that? Oh, because I lie about everything. What a weird thing to lie about. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, that's true. Why, would li- why would Mike lie about that, every really? I t- every time I tell a lie, the question is like, why would someone lie about that? Because <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> it is funny. But no, that's exactly what Paul Bearer sounds like. Wow. Well, the wheel came up on Undertaker this week, and so we're kind of obligated. <laughs> That's God's decision. I love the wheel. The wheel's been working yeah. out great. The wheel is working out great so far. So we're going to get into that very, very shortly. This is like, we've kind of been hinting at, we've done almost 150 episodes. We've been hinting at wrestling quite a bit. This is the first time we've actually just, we're just going all in on wrestling. Yeah, I'm a uh, lifelong pro wrestling fan, and I still watch it every now and again. COVID ruined it because, like, there's no crowds, and, like, crowds are kind of a, a big part of it. So it's like I kind of dropped off, but, like, I still like it. I saw some videos with the virtual crowds. Japan, so, like, Japan's the company, like, there's a company called New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're the people to watch because Japan is so used to handling pandemics that they mm. let, they now have an audience, like a live crowd. Hmm. And it's not, like, socially distanced. They just wear their masks, and the COVID numbers are super low, so they just show up. Well, that's great. I just read an article saying that it's going to take about seven and a half years to get COVID like completely out of the Earth's system. Jesus. Maybe so. we should just let everyone catch it and the survivors move on. Yeah. Seven years? Seven and a half years until, I mean, that won't necessarily be the case for America, but around the world. They, yeah. al- they already don't want to give me any more unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want you having those Biden bucks. Yeah. Um, before we get into all that, hey, a listen, fat, them Biden bucks are good. <laughs> They're going to be legal tender soon enough. It sounds just as gross. So, uh, we do have a couple things I want to get into first. Uh, number one, to comment on something that Shay actually brought up, uh, last week regarding all the ads that we tend to see in these seventies Marvel comics. Um, listener, Michael Gardner actually dropped by the comments in our Facebook page. Um, and that's really where you want to go. If you're hoping to actually learn anything from this podcast, cause we're just a bunch of fucking apes here and we don't know anything. But occasionally somebody will actually tell something that uh, they actually have some knowledge in. And uh, yeah, we were reading, uh, what were we reading last time? Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, Miss Marvel. And the amount of ads is just preposterous. And uh, it turned out there was actually a reason for it. Uh, long story short, Marvel added more ads in the 70s because they were mistakenly debiting the content department with the expenses for running ads and not the advertising department. 
So they were under the impression that it costs more to run content than to ad- run ads. So in the, uh-huh. I don't know why. I don't know why they weren't checking this. As we've seen before on this on this show, and just that's in so life, dumb. <laughs> as we've seen in life over the last ten months, if anyone's tried to get unemployment, like the entire world's worked on the honor system, like all this time. It's that's... insane. We weren't we weren't keeping birth certificates. Like it's crazy. Oh my god, yeah, that's we, so we funny. Didn't, yeah. We didn't know how old my grandmother was. Yeah, that's come up a couple of times. Like it was just, so, we just recently decided to start marking down when people are born. Like, so at some point, somebody had to have said, "Why don't we just do a comic that's all ads?" You know, somebody said yeah. that. Yeah, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, believers. but who said it before Stanley? Who did he steal it from? Uh, oh yeah, he stole it from Jack Kirby. That's Jack Kirby's idea. Uh, no, we 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 love everybody. Um, no, but so uh, Jim Shooter came in in the 70s uh, as editor-in-chief, had an audit done, realized the accounting error, and added additional story pages back into the book to uh, get back to equilibrium. So, he better have been a wild character in real life, a name like Shooter. Jim Shooter, uh, in addition to being like 6'8 or something, he was preposterously tall. Nice. Damn. He started, he started writing comics at like, I want to say 15 years old, he sent in his first Legion of Superheroes uh, script. Like he was a, he was a kid getting professional, uh, making professional, uh, rates, uh, writing comic books. And he tombstone pile drove anyone who didn't, uh, pay him on time. Cause he was six, yeah. eight. He threw Stanley out of a, out of a plain glass window. Uh, off, no, off um, of a giant cell. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking slam dunked him. That's basketball. Um, <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's not wrestling. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, a so diff- that's, that's a different sport. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the story behind that. Uh, we also got a hot tip on a Captain America comic where Modoc essentially admits he's an incel. That motherfucker so, is on the wheel. So whether yeah, whether or not we do that on the show, I'll be reading that comic shortly. So oh, it's so gonna thanks, happen. Thanks for all that. Yeah, because the wheel uh, provides. <laughs> the wheel yes. Is all that now, info from from Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very knowledgeable Thank dude. you, Michael. Yeah, thanks for actually having some useful information. Yeah. The, the nonsense that we just fucking do here. Um, it's funny. Because shaming they, us. Like, Shay does Instagram and James does Facebook and I do a Twitter. James gets like these like fans that know a lot and like try to like mm-hmm. like like uh, help out the show and like you should mm-hmm. do this book because of these reasons blah, blah, blah. I get all I get is like in fights. Yeah, <laughs> you, did get in a, you did get in a fight with somebody recently on Twitter, but you resolved it very well. Uh, no, that, I like that one. Like, I don't show you guys the other ones where it's like they don't get resolved. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I'm always scared to look at the Dark Sides Couch oh. Twitter page. Oh, yeah, it's oh, great. Oh, God. I'm I didn't really, know that was a thing. I'm really happy with how that's turning out. Oh, it, it truly is. Okay. It, it, it is good. It's not that it's bad. It's just my am- actual Twitter isn't linked to it, right? I don't even remember your actual Twitter is. Ronald Reagan Fantastic. shut him down. We're not going to throw Re- it out. Reagan then. shut him down. Reagan shut him you down. Can follow, no, you can follow no, Reagan no, shut him no, down. No, follow your no, latest no, news no, on Reagan no, shutting no, down no, the mental no. institutions. Shay, if you're worried that I'm like I'm like burning down the internet, you can always just check up. It's actually it's not bad. It's <laughs> really not that bad. Don't make me do work. Oh, I just have a tremendous uh, fear under, of public shame. I understand that. Well, it'd be me. It's pretty clear. I make it pretty clear who it is. Um. But anyway, uh, so that that explains that nonsense. Now we're getting on to today's nonsense, which I don't think anybody can explain. It's beyond anyone's expertise I can, to explain, I can explain what the hell's happening here. I explain all of this. It makes perfect sense. All yeah, right. this um, really is an episode of, like, just Mike jizz come to life. Well, I can tell yeah. you guys who some of these folks are and how fucking weird they are. We're, considering we're starting with the fact that our minds are blown at the voice of the, like, the number yeah. two guy. Yeah, Paul Bear is a super high-pitched voice. This. 
We done bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it it makes the comic a lot different. <laughs> I bet this is. So this is from Chaos Comics. I don't know if we've ever discussed Chaos Comics. It was one of the first like underground comic book companies that I became aware of as a kid in Wizard Magazine. Yeah, this is like Evil Ernie and Evil Lady Ernie, Death. Lady Death. Um, yeah, Evil Ernie seemed kind of cool to me as a kid, but I knew even as a kid that Lady Death was trash. That was just <laughs> stupid. They put out like a la- Lady Death lingerie special comic. Didn't like, we? Okay. Uh, th- don't call that trash. I mean, we did do the Marvel swimsuit. I was special. about to say, well, pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, I loved it. That like was actually, that's actually what got, I believe that was what motivated Marvel was the success of that Lady Death. I could be wrong. I go, Not I go only that, but then episode. we read that other comic just because it looked like they were single white femaling yeah, Poison Hero, Ivy. Hero now, Alliance you, number 16, n- classic. No, I, I tell you what inspired them to do that. All the kids write in saying, I mean, I really love jacking off to Jim Lee drawing Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it easier for you. Let's cut out the middle Forbidden man. fruit too, because you know, you can't have that. Um, but at some point, uh, Chaos Comics got the license to uh do some other stuff yeah they did uh, in 1999 they did undertaker uh a mankind comic book and stone cold steve austin stone cold steve austin too. but they also did some band stuff they did i believe a static x one. Oh, i thought you meant the dc character static x. no you're thinking of no his name is just static and the book was called static shock but like that's they a made like character. they made a comic book about wayne static <laughs> like the band yeah static apparently x. so we should look into that i'm not saying we should do it you know, he was he was like the main reason that like when Static X broke up, he was like Wayne Static was the reason they didn't get back together. And when he died, the rest of the band's like, cool, let's get back together now. <laughs> and they hired a new singer who wears a Wayne Static mask and wig. Wow. Okay, like, the mask part is real fucking creepy. Could they just not afford his hair gel? Like, was that what was it? What was I the don't issue? Know. They, they just, just got- do it like Jeremy Journey does and like don't address it and make him sound exactly the same. That guy that got in Journey to uh, take his place, that guy from the Philippines, he's awesome. I saw him live. Mm. They were great. James, you were there. Oh, I'm not saying he's bad at all, but I mean, doesn't he sound exactly the same? Uh, Yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. I've never, I hate Journey a lot. (gasps) So I never, we have talked about this so many times. James, you're not being good to yourself. I I don't know what that means. That's That's a Journey song. When James and I uh, first knew each other very early on, we were at like breakfast, I think one day and we were talking and I asked him something and instead of answering whatever it was, because I I was like, oh, are you thinking about, I think it was like getting a tattoo or something. He was thinking about how much he hated Journey. Just thinking about it. Yeah, I do just ruminate on it a lot because it's just the epitome of of a corporate uh, focus group mandated bullshit uh, wuss rock. I it's not wuss rock. It's, it's called arena rock. And it's not <laughs> rock. It's called. And it's, and it's great. I love Journey. <sighs> James, you know what it is? It's called. You're no fun. That's your Bullshit. problem. Bullshit. I'm the most fun guy on this show. <laughs> Have a great time. <laughs> like only fun people like Journey. I'm drinking flavored water. Like I could have just been drinking regular water. This water's flavored cherry pomegranate. Well, you know it is a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving what, what came fun early thing this year. did you have for dinner? Uh, I have not eaten dinner yet. I had some cereal, but I, d- I did cook up some uh, pork chops with uh, some Hosan sauce. But that's but that sauce is just plain. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not crazy. It's a plain flavor. By sauce, he means water. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna do the boring well, thing and keep the show on track while listening to Coldplay. Now. That's just too low. Like, that's below the belt. Seriously. It's the vitamin string quartet cover of Coldplay's greatest hits. 
There's one Coldplay song I like, but I don't remember the name of it. I think Brian Eno produced it. I thought that's that was like your favorite it. band. No, I've never listened to a Coldplay album. Why do I always think that that's like your favorite band? Because you're oh, a jerk. Oh, I thought we were just joking. No, he does not like Coldplay. Oh, I thought that was yeah. James's favorite band. No. no, because you don't. Because you think Radiohead and Coldplay are the same thing. Oh, right. Because oh, they are. Oh, that's why. Yeah. They are. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, great. No, you, you can deal no, with the hate but, mail for that. But I, I but I can see <laughs> okay. why the names would confuse. Yeah, I can see that. Um. Before we get right into it, because Mike's basically going to walk us through this, I did want to do one other thing. I took a moment here. I actually have two things. <laughs> um, I took a quick moment here, and I know that this won't work for Mike, but I figured I'd, I'd ask Shay a couple questions, because I did a little bit of research, and it's kind of similar to some of the other little uh, games we've played before, but I was wondering if Shay wanted to do a little trivia thing really quick. Yeah, let's you, do you it. Kinda, you kind of have to. Yeah, you kind of Yeah, to. exactly. Okay. <laughs> I just have a few things here, um, a few names. And I just want okay. to see. And forewarning, I like in terms of background. My dad grew up watching wrestling. Okay. And I remember Hulk Hogan, and that's about it. Okay, so, cool. That's well, this isn't going to go well for you. Okay, Hulk, good. Hogan, Hulk good. Hogan is now despised by the African American community. Yeah, I heard he likes to drop that that N word. I know he yeah. does. Yeah, he only, well, from what I know, he likes to do it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only time he likes to do it. <laughs> if no one's watching, he can't get yeah. off. Yeah. Of yeah, when the camera's off, he's just constantly <laughs> donating to charity. But yeah, once that camera's woke. on, he has to. How um, much does he um, donate to charity? Maybe he he maybe paid for a few. All right, all right. Got anyway, himself some, got no, himself so some I mean, obviously, I'm gonna know more here and there because I, I you know, like The Rock. I just never remembered we'll The Rock, but we'll, we'll see. see. Um, no, it's just it's just a it's just a it's a binary uh, little trivia quiz, and uh, I just want to see if uh, if I if I give you these names, if you can tell me if they are uh, the names of WWE finishing moves or if they're names of Slayer songs. And Slayer is a metal band. Oh boy, you guys can't see, but I am shaking my head so much that my neighbors are complaining. <laughs> I lose both ways here because I don't know Slayer and I don't know wrestling. Okay. So either well, here's, way, I'll, I'll just, we'll just run through these. We'll run these. No, no, no. Let's do quick. it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see okay, which well, way this I'll goes. G- I'll give you an easy one that even I would have gotten. No, go uh, for it. Attitude adjustment. You be you have to know this one. I don't know that you can read this comic if you don't know attitude adjustment. It's not an Undertaker move. Uh, is is it a wrestler move then? Yeah, it's Peacemaker. It's John Cena. Oh, okay. It's John Cena. Okay, that was the easy one. Um, how about how about this one? How about Educator and edge is spelled E D G E. Educator is that a wrestling move or is that a Slayer song? A wrestling move. It is. It's the Edge. Not not from you two. It's a different. Oh, guy. I was about did to you, ask. Did you say the Edge? God, I did call him God. the Edge. I was thinking about you two. So he just um, came out of retirement after a broken neck, and just this last Sunday he won the Royal Rumble. Oh, Damn. good for him. Now he's good gonna, for him. Now he's going to face the champion at WrestleMania. <laughs> and break his neck there. Get it. You'd be shocked how many pro wrestlers have broken necks and just don't retire. <laughs> <laughs> um, atrocity vendor, Shay. That's a song. That is a song. Um, it is? Damn, even I didn't know that. That's a Slayer song. Um, well, every Slayer album is exactly the same, so it's easy <laughs> yes. for me to get that wrong. That's, you know, the Slayer song. How about... How about- <laughs> <laughs> my mom mike can you help me with the computer <laughs> how about this one how about flesh storm you unleash a flesh storm is that a move or is that a, a hot jam i'm gonna say that's a hot jam that's bop it is that's another slayer song i actually do know that one it's it's weird that you've got you've missed the easiest one but you've got the other ones right okay how about um we'll do i got two i got two more uh okay. natural selection Ooh, that's rough 
I'm going to go with Slayer song. No. That's ah. Ric Flair's daughter's move, Charlotte. It's, hold on. It's not like both? No, I couldn't find a, a Slayer oh, song called Natural Selection, oh, you know, weird. but it that, sounds like one. Well, I feel I feel honored enough, at least, that where Mike even questioned it. So, so like, uh, yeah. added, so Attitude Adjustment was the second name for John Cena's finishing move. Originally, it was called the F.U., <laughs> he's, he's too much of a nice guy for that and and that. he was and his gimmick was he was a white rapper <laughs> he was just mark Wahlberg. yes that was his first never happened. he would no, no seriously like, he already looks tell, like do, him you can't give me that jonathan frank shit because it, that's true john <laughs> cena was a white rapper <laughs> and he looked just like marky mark and his finishing <laughs> move was called the fu i can't accept that i can't accept that as reality there's gonna be James, can you start keeping a list of <laughs> things we need to Google immediately after we're done recording? Why do you guys think I like wrestling so much? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a ridiculous. I, no, I'm not. I mean, I totally get it. I wish I were into wrestling. I really, truly do, and I wish I like. It is fun. I wish that I, there was a like somebody that could just throw me five things to watch from like the yeah, epic '90s Mike. wrestling. His name yes. Is Mike. What the fuck, Shay? Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, so no. That. So if somebody wants to do that and like give me access to that in some way, cool. Oh I'd love to jump God. into this stuff. Yeah, I'm just well, saying, a, if someone there's a Twitter out there... account, I can you direct you direct you to. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Prepare cool, cool. for a okay. prepare for a series of links. Okay, let me give you let me give you one more, and then we'll get moving on. Uh, mandible claw. Move. Yeah, that's mankind's yeah, move. She's right. Yeah. Pretty good. Now adopted by Bray Wyatt. Now Bray oh, Wyatt wow. does that too. Barry White? Yeah, Barry White <laughs> yes. the singer. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm going to do my best to just give a general introduction, and I'm going to turn it over to Mike to explain what the fuck just happened here, because I don't know what this was. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you really do. You got to be the conductor on this fucking train, okay? I'll try. Yeah. I'll try, yeah. because I got to say, this uh, comic book, despite having wrestlers in them, has nothing to do with wrestling. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is... We're not is, uh, asking you to stop drinking. We're just saying do it slower. While well, you let drive. Me, let me give you some uh, credits, and then let me tell you the background that I found that didn't help at all. So this is Undertaker issue six from 1999, book called Battle in the Boneyard, not a euphemism for masturbation, surprisingly enough, written by Bo Smith, art by Manny Clark, and Sandu Flora. So hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Sandu? Sandu. God damn, that's a, that's a pro wrestling. So Sandu, like, it was Sandu, what's it, Sandu Flora? Floria. So if that was an actual wrestler, when they moved them up to the main show, like Raw or SmackDown, mm -hmm. Vince McMahon would shorten that name to just Sandu. That's a good name. It's like Miz. Yeah, I see that. As that's what happens. They they always start off with full names, and then Vince McMahon's like, that's too long. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Vince McMahon is the genius of our time. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Despite being like, he he deserves to be canceled. All right. <laughs> this is the last thing I'll say, and then I, and then I'm jumping off the train here. Um, I went looking around hoping that maybe somebody could explain to me what was going on in this comic book. And I found this from the Heroes Wiki fan page. This is all one sentence. So I'm going to ask you guys to be patient. And just go the on the Heroes, the here. TV show. No, it's just it's just a wiki that they called Heroes Wiki. I, I think oh, it's okay. mostly wrestling stuff. This is one sentence. So any pauses or commas says this <clears throat> in regards to the comic book. The Undertaker is identical to his appearance from 1997 to 1999. Black clothes with tattoos on his arms and one on his backside of his neck. He wears gloves in his situation. 
He has his green eyes who are rolled up on the backward of his head like he was possessed or hypnotized. He smells bloods from monsters or enemies and can sometimes smirk on his face when he was tied or when he is almost choked by an hungry monster. That's like someone who didn't speak English as their native language and yeah. found but 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 that day learned about commas and they're like <laughs> I don't have to end sentences at all. Like it just keep going. I understand this comic even less after having read that. So take it away. What's going on here? So uh, Undertaker, his uh, his real name is Mark, and uh, he is a super gigantic ginger man from Texas. And he was just a basic-ass wrestler until one day Vince McMahon decided to give him a character he's been working on for like 10 years called The Undertaker. It's like this western you know like someone gets shot in a shootout and then the undertaker shows up and like measures them for their casket and builds the casket and that was undertaker's gimmick and he had a big red mullet at the time and (laughs) and over the years uh they changed him up and he got more and more popular and so uh in 1999 uh, during the what they call the wwe attitude era it's when is that the longest time the wwf was like very kid friendly and they had big kid friendly characters was this was this when he was walking out to the limp biscuit song no this that was after that was in the 2000s okay. oh is that okay. why we started the show oh, with that? Yes. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah it's not the only reason but that, yes that wasn't even like that wasn't even the first terrible uh butt rock <laughs> song he came out to because later because after that because they couldn't keep the rights to it they got a kid rock song <laughs> yes they did a kid rock song that sampled metallica <laughs> oh and now he comes out to a metallica God. song can't i believe no he comes he comes out to just as normal this is the most like new metal bullshit oh that's what it was you don't know yeah wrestling music once like new metal happened they never left so if you want to listen to the hottest new metal tracks just watch whatever happened to sexy boy it's right here Shawn michaels uh last match ever was against the undertaker oh Oh, and then he died no, he's now the head trainer at the WWE's training center. Oh, good for him. Yeah. They have a training center? Yeah, they speak. do. It's crazy. I mean, I knew they trained and stuff. I just didn't know they had a training center. Uh, they do now. Mm-hmm. They have, they've had one for like the last 10 years or so. That's cool. So is, is there more to the history that we need to follow to get into this? Well, here's like in 1999. The, so they left the – so for the longest time they were kid-friendly and then – uh, all their top stars went to a, a a southern wrestling company called WCW, and they were very they were like more adult, and so WWE was kind of like sinking real bad. Mm-hmm. And there was a company in Philadelphia called ECW, and it was like very very adult. And, and Vince McMahon watched it and stole all their ideas, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then they changed the WWE to the Attitude Era because they have a bunch of attitude. And this is when this comic book came out. Is it this mm-hmm. time? Okay. But this comic book has nothing to do with wrestling. No, not at all. I guess for some reason, the un- I didn't like read the other ones. I just so read what, this one. What is the difference between this era and the 80s? Uh, the 80s was just like hillbilly wrestling. Because <laughs> there was, there were still like territories. I guess the territories are back now. But like at the time, they're, they're all different promotions across the country. And they're all good old boys wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And... Um, well, the second question is, and I know I'm not the first one to ask this, but how did Kelsey Grammer have time to do this and record Frasier and do Cheers all at the same time? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, my God. He, was- he looks just like him. I've never noticed that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is Kelsey Grammer's brother. 
It's all those tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Keeps his keeps <laughs> his energy right. up. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that on audio of Mike realizing it. <laughs> he does. He, he does look just like, like him. He does look just like him. It's and I think, crazy. And I think both of them would be offended to hear that. I don't know. Maybe they're <laughs> like, neither of them would be happy about that. I don't know. Maybe they're lovers. Okay. It's like Liberace dating a dude looks just like him. <laughs> Mike, so, you just want everything you like in life to be fucking it like each other. <laughs> no, he wants everything to be gay. <laughs> I can say this comic book definitely replicated the feeling of watching wrestling for me as someone who doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, which is I'm watching dudes body slam each other for reasons that I did not catch. Mm-hmm. Then the lights go out and there are loud noises and suddenly a different dude shows up yep. and everyone around goes absolutely ape shit and I have no idea why. I don't know what, what more you need to know. I guess, I guess yeah I guess I'm asking that, for the wrong about things it. I watch it in Japanese and like you think I'm gonna think I know what's happening <laughs> no alright does it matter no so apparently yeah I mean it's really we, we've gone a while not talking about the comic because there's really not a story in this comic book right, we jump in with uh, the Undertaker and pals like fighting green <laughs> monsters in a cemetery so I guess like someone's this guy, the embalmer, has stolen great, Undertaker's good, great, great guys. <laughs> he's stolen the Undertaker's powers, and Maybe, now he's got to go. Why not use actual WWF wrestlers? They make up this well, guy called the embalmer and the and versus the Undertaker. Oh, I see what they're doing there. It's like a funeral thing. Never mind. It's sure. br- never mind. It's, it's brilliant. It is great. If I anything, should have made. <laughs> if anything, Vincent Mann should have made the embalmer a wrestler. Uh, the embalmer looks like a character uh, he thought of called Mason the Mutilator, and he tried to put mm-hmm. that character on a bunch of wrestlers, and they all like like begged him not to. <laughs> well, it's, I guess this is how it came out. Because like Mankind was originally supposed to be Mason the Mutilator, and he was just like, please, God, no. I honestly wonder if it's just that they didn't want to like have the because all these characters are sort of like anti-heroes, except the embalmer is a flat out bad guy. And so maybe they just didn't want to have a flat out bad guy be an actual wrestler. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But you mentioned Mankind and I need this explained to me because he looks he, like his I don't understand his bit because he dresses like a normal guy, except he's got a mask on his face and he has a sock puppet. So, uh uh, Mankind is played by a wrestler named Mick Foley yeah. and a best-selling author uh, several times over at this point. Surprising due because of the concussions and such. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'd imagine that he wouldn't be okay. Yeah, he doesn't know words, but no, he's good. But uh, it, before he went to WWE, he was called Cactus Jack, which is kind of like named after his dad. He was like this this wild Arizona man, and that was that was his gimmick. <laughs> and he was great. Cactus Jack was awesome. And But <laughs> Vince McMahon likes to own the names of the characters and in their likenesses mm-hmm. so if they bring him in from the indies and they and use their own name he can't profit from it so he gives them new characters and mankind was a name that mick fully came up with because he didn't like mason the mutilator so he's just like how about i call myself mankind and i'll end all my my promos with for all mankind like i'm talking to my enemies i'm talking about myself i'm talking about the fans mm-hmm. and it'll work and Vince man was like oh thank yeah that's great mick <laughs> Foley's like oh thank god i don't have to do this now <laughs> So he's just like a weirdo. He's just like a weirdo <laughs> went crazy. But the thing is, like, this was at the time that start they did that gimmick at the time where people, uh, the internet started coming about, you know, or people watch other wrestling programs and it's like they know that like who these people are. So it's mm-hmm. like they made that part of the gimmick where it's like it's just a wrestling. Mankind is just a wrestling gimmick. We know he's actually Mick Foley. So sometimes he'd be Mick Foley. Oh, <laughs> that's why it explains just, why I know that name. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, I guess, I guess that works. Okay. So he's kind of helping Undertaker. And the third guy who's kind of helping Undertaker is Kane. Yeah. Kane is, uh, uh, Undertaker's fictional brother. Okay. And their other brother is Hulk Hogan because he's everybody's brother, right? Yes. That's, that's correct. Well, okay. And macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, also yeah. like to call people brother. It's a very incestuous relationship these people it have. It was a thing. Okay. A wrestler who's like a cool guy is known as a good brother. But Kane actually looks like a comic book superhero. He's yeah, the only one of these that could pull it off. When they first thought of him, he had a cape. Oh. And uh, so like Kane uh, is played by a man named uh, Glenn Jacobs. And mm -hmm. uh, when he first started wrestling uh, in the WWF, he was a terrible dentist named Dr. Yankum. <laughs> <laughs> and no. he, yeah. Not true. Put Am that on the list up? of things we need to look yeah, up on YouTube, lying. okay? I might, and of course that didn't work. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so at this time, The Undertaker was like flying high as the most popular wrestler in the world. And, right. and they wanted a, uh, a foil for him. They wanted a back because like he would just, it looks like he just would smash everybody because you know, mm -hmm. he's like seven feet tall. Mm -hmm. So they brought in, they had Glenn Jacobs under contract and they made him Kane. Mm -hmm. And uh, he apparently burned to death. He like didn't burn to death, but he got horribly scarred in a fire as a child, and he couldn't talk for a long time. He had a voice box. Wow. And he is Paul Bearer's son, but Undertaker is not. Okay, well they're so, half brothers. They're like half brothers. Yeah. Okay. So same mamas. Yeah. Yeah, I think. What's interesting is that Kane looks like the Kane from Spider-Man around the same time. The yeah. failed, the failed Spider-Man clone named Kane. I have no idea who came up with it first. Hmm, interesting. I'm, I'm assuming it was probably parallel thinking. I think like the, the idea of Kane and Abel was just becoming a more popular thing in the mainstream. I think it's a pretty cool wrestling move that you can make his dick go grr, though, because that's yeah. exactly where they put his word bubble. That was grr. very popular. Well, there's a lot going on in the page. There's not a lot of room to, to, to think about the collation here. Kane, uh, that is so we complete talk, utter we, bullshit. We talked about Undertaker's character going through changes where he was like a, a Western... Mm -hmm. like undertaker then he became like a satanic like cult leader and then he became like a all-american biker guy who supports the troops so kane like went from uh, he was horribly burned and couldn't talk and then all of a sudden he could start talking and then he uh, wrestled as kane without his mask and wig and he was just running around with his face that's boring and then he became corporate kane where he like put on i remember this yeah corporate kane was great he was really funny did wow. he just wrestle in a suit yeah he wrestled in a suit and uh, in real life, he is like a high, he was is like a real estate guy, and he was really intelligent. But he's also like a libertarian, so he ran for office, and now he's the mayor of some town in Tennessee. Wow, I can't tell if that's an upgrade or not, or if I'm lying. Wait, that guy you sent us a picture of really is Kane? Yeah, that's Kane. Yeah. Oh my God! That's, that's Glenn Jacobs. He's the, he's the mayor of a town in Tennessee. Oh I don't, my I don't know if God. you understand the extent to which these people have destroyed their bodies. Oh my God! No, uh, like, Kane's fine. Their faces are yeah, but their faces are smashed in. No, like, that's no, that's just what he always looked like. Yeah. Well, then maybe like, that's why he got into wrestling. He never not looked like that. Wow, that's disappointing. <laughs> or whatever, it worked out for him. I guess that's why he's got the mask. Wrestling yeah. in the age of COVID is probably the greatest threat these guys have ever faced, and only a couple of them are wearing masks, and they all have slits in them. Uh, it spreads a lot. They have to they have to send people home, and they have to shut down. It happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. They got in trouble in Florida at their at their training center. No. Cause, yeah, because the city was the state was like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> You're Florida saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, uh. yeah, they got mad. 
Um, so basically, I guess what's happening in this comic book is that the embalmer stole Undertaker's powers and Undertaker is trying to get these sacred books back so that he can get his power back and he controls the underworld. I guess. Fights demons. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it seems like they tried to take like the sort of dynamic nature of these big monsters, people slamming each other and put them in a comic booky setting. I don't know why they, did, why, did, why they didn't just make it about wrestling where you got to fight for the title. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing just because you already have that in wrestling. Like, you're already watching it in wrestling. Yeah, but you're not going to wear a wrestling outfit in real life. Yeah, this it, isn't it's, real life. Man, but look at mankind there. He's running around his brown tights. It's like, I thought you were going to, aren't you going to like a cemetery to fight monsters? And where did he get a shirt with those proportions? Because as a, I'm a big, thin guy and I cannot find a shirt that fits me well. Uh, so like the drawing of mankind is not at all what it, actual mankind looks like. <laughs> in what way? Like, uh, I don't think he works out ever. <laughs> just a beast. He's not even, he's just a big dude. He's yeah. Not, but he doesn't, he's not like muscular in any way, shape. But that's, way. that's kind of true to mankind. That's what mankind is. Yeah, it's right, just they, a bunch of big blobby people. Right. They think they're way better, better shape than they actually are. Yeah. They, they just weight must be muscle. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. Well, that's accurate uh, then. Every mother out there with her fat son. Oh, you're so strong. <laughs> that so, was a mother, not Paul Bearer. <laughs> So, yeah, all these people are fighting demons, and there's this woman in here. I don't know if she's anybody. Is this anybody? No. Uh, okay. I think she's kind of based off of Stephanie McMahon. Okay. It's Vince McMahon's daughter, but it's like, uh, I well, don't know. Well, one way or another, she's Paul Bear's daughter. Right. So all three of them. Uh, they, they, they share some kind of relation. They, said they share some kind of relation to Paul, yeah. And now right. Paul Bearer is like, in real life, what is he? He's like the manager, but he's yeah. also an undertaker for, he's, no, how does he, he fit into uh, uh, He is the undertaker's manager. He's been a bunch of manage, managers for a bunch of people. Okay. Uh, but uh, the undertaker was the one he showed up in, and he's just this morbidly obese marshmallow man mm -hmm. who carries around an urn. the ashes of undertaker's mom, but it also has magic powers. <laughs> they eventually they eventually stopped doing that <laughs> did they really did they think twice on that right over the over time they thought like you know huh. like, this, this might be stupid this might be stupid yeah <laughs> it's like you can like really tell when wrestling started a asking themselves that <laughs> like, they're like we, is this stupid what we're doing they're like no nah, it's great <laughs> we haven't dedicated our lives to something dumb here have we you sure they're like i have an idea let's have a giant egg and like in every show we'll have this egg just sitting there and we'll ask what's up with the egg and people will think to themselves oh my god is it like a wrestler coming from another company and then one day that egg hatches and it is a man in a chicken suit and that chicken's name is the gobbledygook <laughs> no i my can't man, continue this is that is that real did i make that up i don't know i can't I don't know i don't know my finger's hovering over the button but i just i can't my, bring myself to click it gobbledy I mean, gobbledy what gobbledygooker <laughs> We can't. We can't do this. Is show. that real? This has to stop. Is it? This can't go on. Is it? I don't know. I don't want to find out. I don't There's, want to look into James, this. James has his game. My game is just like I'm going to tell you what happened in wrestling. You guys can decide <laughs> if if I'm lying. Oh, have I? So you guys, let me, how about this? How this? Have you guys considered that I've lied about anything so far? Because I might have today. Just about about. Oh God talk, damn it! Why is this real? Telling you about WWF wrestling, the history of it. Why is I, this real? Out of all the things I said where yeah. you guys were like, well, that's unbelievable. 
Did I lie about it? Like, Kane is now the mayor of a town. Is that a lie? I, I think these things are true. I think these things are true. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not even like a man dressed up like an, like in Sunny, where they're dressed up like birds. Like, it is a full-on goddamn bird yeah, the, suit. Yeah, gobbledygooker. There was also a clown called Doink the Clown. I remember Doink. I definitely remember Doink. Wasn't there like a second Doink or like a little mini Doink or something? Yeah, there was. Yeah. And uh, there was a gritty Doink. <laughs> So, like, the actual Doink, he got uh, let go. He got sent to the minor leagues uh, because of drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So he went to ECW, and he made, uh, like, a gritty Doink character that that a lot of wrestling fans, when they watched The Dark Knight, they were like, holy shit, it's, it's gritty Doink. And but then he got shit for it because I I remember this now because he got shit for it because everybody thought he was just ripping off Heath Ledger, but yeah, but it was twenty years prior. Was it? And it wasn't that much earlier. Nineteen ninety two, ninety three really? is when Do- Gritty Doink was around. He had to have made some adjustments around the time of the Dark Knight, though. He had to. No, he was already long retired. Right. He had serious drug problems. This is this is insane. But yeah, Doink okay. was around a bunch. He just would so, come and go. In this comic book, they're fighting demons, they're fighting monsters. There's really nothing to it at all. There's very, very little. So, like, here in this panel right here, uh, Cain saves his sister. Uh, I'm going to keep calling her Stephanie. That's not her name. Sure. (laughs) That's what she reminds me of. And so keep in mind, Cain is seven feet tall. Mm -hmm. How the I know he's crouching down a little, he's but like, it's not. You're not crouching down enough. No man stands up straight in this comic. They're all bow-legged as fuck. Yeah, they're ready. They're action stance. This guy like loved Jim Lee. Well, and the woman <laughs> is wearing Stephanie is wearing heels, so that's gonna take her up a couple inches. It's seven feet. Yeah, <laughs> no. she's a tall Amazon lady. So anyway, yeah. The other half of my question is okay. So that's who Paul Bearer is in real life. Who is he in this comic book? He's like a magician. He's like an evil wizard. Okay. He's like some kind of evil wizard of some kind. But they may, But I tell you, he doesn't have a magic spell for Weight Watchers. Ooh, no. Hey, if you guys can imagine, he died young. <laughs> he, he, there's a There's a panel we'll get to later where they like just kept drawing jowls on him. Like they kept expanding his face. It and just looks like not good enough. So uh, let me ask you guys, do you, how accurate do you think that is? That he's super jowly? That's a, how accurate. Do you think like they exaggerated it or is that exactly what he looks like? I'm not going to say exactly, but I, I certainly believe he's a jowly man. I've seen. A I would pictures. say I would say in this book they made him way more physically fit. Really? He, like I don't see him like bending his knees. But he never rest. I assumed he never actually wrestled. He was just a, like a like a mascot. He was I don't there. know if he wrestled like when he was like a like younger. Like, a, like okay. a lot of these a lot of these old like these re- these managers. They're former wrestlers who got hurt and then they like become backstage people or managers. But he was ne- there was never like a Paul a Paul Bearer at WrestleMania. I, like, no, no, he would okay. have been long retired by the time WWF even came about. Okay, so um, he gets Undertaker gets in a fight with Embalmer. He's got to get his spirit powers back, uh, and then there's something about these books that he needs. Uh, they're like Necronomicons, and there's three of them. Okay, and if he gets them, I guess he gets his powers back, and he can control the underworld. Yep, I guess so. Oh, good for him. <laughs> Things are going well for him. Yeah. That is how simple by, this comic is. He gets yeah. picked up by an evil tree and all these yeah. demons that I guess he <laughs> yeah, controls comes to rescue him. this going to eat the shit out of him. If, <laughs> have, if they made this into a movie, I want like uh, the guy who made Evil Dead 2. Oh, yeah. With Sam yeah. Raimi. I would love Sam Raimi to make this. But, but using 80s special effects. Yes, it's all rubber. Um, so then, yeah, and re- they keep trying to like throw in wrestling moves. 
Yeah. When like, why yeah, would you be using wrestling weirdest, moves? That was the weirdest part of this is that so much of this fighting is just wrestling moves, but it, it doesn't work outside of the ring. It doesn't, like, it, you need that context. Now you're uh, so in real life, like the best martial art to know is probably Greco-Roman wrestling in mm. real life. It's, there's probably nothing better than that because you're basically using the earth as a weapon. Mm-hmm. So if he's in a cemetery surrounded by like like tombstones and shit, I would probably try to smack my uh, the dude's head against it. And why did that tombstone have ropes? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Um, why was that tombstone delicious pizza? <laughs> why were there all these chairs in the cemetery? Was tombstone pizza delicious, or am I remembering as a kid just because I was happy to have pizza? Oh, I'm I'm sure it was trash. Or I was poor and happy to have food. Bobole. Shay, you Dude, wouldn't know about that. She had her honey nut Cheerios. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know if I ever had a pizza delivered to me. Uh, until I was like 27. I don't know that I'd ever experienced the idea of somebody coming to my house with food. That was me flying. I I flew for the first time when I was, I think, 28 or so. I think I was a little younger than that, but ba- same. I was way past my prime in terms of things that I should have done as a child. Yeah. I was very, She's like, very I had a private young. jet. Single digits? <laughs> I was born in Germany. I well, took planes, uh, yeah. I was going to a funeral. That's why I got on a plane for the first time. My my dad worked in the Air Force. It's not like I was just jet set and having vacations. Yeah, you were. I mean, <laughs> they didn't seem that way to you, but yeah. Uh, my first trip on a plane was to Hawaii because I was dating a millionaire. Yeah, okay. That's a, is that's that a, a, is different that a lie? Am I lying about that? No, because you've told it a bunch of times. Well, it might have been a lie the whole time, but it's been a consistently kept up lie, which is really kind of the truth. But no, a consistent lie for me is is uncharacteristic. So then these other guys show up. Uh, I can tell you who they all are. Who, oh, they're all real. Who are these okay. guys? So uh, at so when the Undertaker was really popular, they gave. So sometimes when wrestlers will have factions, where there'll mm-hmm. be a bunch of them teaming up to help the main guy like win the title or whatever. And the Undertaker had a group of guys called the. Ministry of Darkness. Sure. Why would is this so, when he's a cult leader thing? Yes. So all these guys are so in wrestling. There's tiers of wrestlers in terms of where they are on the card, and there's there's the main eventers, people like the Undertaker. That they're the, they're the reason the people are paying to come to the show. Then there's the mid carders. They're they're really good and popular on their own right, but they're there to fill up the middle of the card and kind of build up to the main event. And then there's dudes called the curtain jerkers. They're good. But they're not the main event, dude. They're there to get you excited at the beginning of the show. And then there's jobbers, the guys who are there to lose. The, the, the Ministry of Darkness was like a collection of all those guys. I thought, just like, I thought that was a heel. No, a heel is a bad guy. Oh, okay. The heel can so, still win. So these guys, these are all guys that like they didn't have any plans for, they didn't know what to do with, but they didn't want to let them go because they would go to another company. So they come up with things for them to do. And so they put them all in the Ministry of Darkness. The guy in the back, the big fat black guy with the mohawk, is here. He's called Viscero, super gross name. Mm-hmm. But when he first started wrestling the WWE, he was like an island king called King Mabel, and he had a big purple jumpsuit That's, and a crown. That seems problematic. And they didn't know what to do with him after a long time, so they put him in the Ministry of Darkness and changed his name to Viscera. Well, and they and dressed then- him up like he belongs in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's weird because in the com in the in the actual show, he had like contact lenses and like fake teeth and he looked like a monster hmm yeah here he's just sort of like he, he looks like morpheus with a mohawk yeah 
so after uh, the Ministry of Darkness was done and they, they started doing other stuff with these guys, they didn't know what to do with the, these dudes because, like, they have these satanic gimmicks to look like the Undertaker, but they're not part of that group anymore. So they're like, what the fuck do we do with these guys? So they eventually they made Viscera into a sex maniac, and he wore big purple pajamas to the ring. And then they eventually changed his name to Big Daddy V. <sighs> oh, and, wow. and, and, and I think he's dead now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So uh, the two guys in the, in the top middle, uh, Bradshaw and Farouk. Yeah. Farouk is a former football player named Ron Simmons, and he is the very first African-American WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, so that's kind of a big deal. In a, in a notoriously racist Southern wrestling company, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he left them, and he went to WWE, and they didn't know what to do with him. So they, they made him like an American gladiator, and then they, uh, then they made him a Black Panther-style militant called Farouk and he had a group uh called the Nation of Domination. <laughs> that's the group that like really uh made the rock a big deal. Yeah, that's where I'm planning to retire. <laughs> yeah. So they and then that ended because the rock became popular and no one else in the group did. So they uh they, they cut the name Farouk and they paired him up with this dude named Bradshaw. Bradshaw used to be in a tag team with a guy named Bad Bart and they were like hillbillies. And uh, but then they didn't. But then that broke up, or they fired a guy, or whatever. And then they put Bradshaw in in the Ministry of Darkness, and they made him like a weird satanic dude. But he's clearly a Texas hillbilly at all times. <laughs> he's never not. They paint his chest with weird like cult symbols, but he's still like a Texas hillbilly. And in real life, he's like a stock market genius and became a self-made millionaire. When the oh. Ministry of Darkness uh, broke up, they kept Farouk and Bradshaw together. I don't know if they started calling him Ron Simmons instead of Farouk, but like they kept them together, and they were called the APA, the Acolyte Protection Agency. And they were like a pro- they were like they had a protection racket, and all they did was play cards and drink and fight. <laughs> and the reason why they did that is because that's who they were in real life. They would go <laughs> to bars when they weren't wrestling, and they would drink and play cards and beat the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. These two guys in real life are monstrously gigantic it's crazy that they exist when you were trying to convince me that most of these wrestlers are good people and that <sighs> well they're like good old boys like this is so this is the transition from old style like 80s like good old boy wrestling to like the modern day where they're like nerds and they're like they're super into mm-hmm. stuff so when uh, the APA broke up because Ron Simmons got, was already pretty old, he retired, they thought Bradshaw was like, okay, I'm going to like re- retire too because no, they're not going to do anything with me. Instead, they turned his real-life persona as, as uh, John Layfield, the, the real estate, the, the, the stock market genius, and made him a racist Texas millionaire, but, and, but it was exactly who he was in real life. <laughs> And so he, he is I mean, a racist millionaire. Oh, dude! When he was wrestling, he was in a feud with a guy named Eddie Guerrero. He's like a, he's a Mexican from El Paso, Texas. And when <laughs> they would send John Bradshaw Lafio to like the border to go looking for him and shit, like he's with uh, the bo- like he's with border police <laughs> looking for Eddie Guerrero's family and shit. Oh. And they thought that was appropriate. I don't know why. Okay. So I'm afraid to ask, but who are these last two guys? So the guy in the bottom right is the big boss man. His gimmick and wrestling. He looks, ex- he looks more like Undertaker in this comic than Undertaker yeah, does. He, yeah, he does. Yes, he does. None of these guys actually are drawn like how they look in real life. Okay. Uh, so the big boss man, his gimmick was he was like an evil cop, and that's how he's always been. And then he was once in a match with the Undertaker where the Undertaker hung him. Like they did a, like a gimmick where they hung him from a cage, like killed him. 
that was, oh. yeah, it looked pretty real when it happened. And later in his career, before he retired, he had a feud with a wrestler named Al Snow. And Al Snow had a dog named Pepper, this little cute dog. And during their feud, a uh, big boss man killed Pepper and fed it to him. <laughs> that, is, that is the second worst thing his character has done. The first uh, worst thing he'd done mm -hmm. is that he convinced the Big Show that his dead father was not his actual father, and he was, quote, a big nasty bastard. <laughs> and then he shows up at the Big Show's father's funeral, hooks up the coffin to the back of his squad car, and drives away with it with the Undertaker on top of the coffin being dragged into the street. <laughs> Oh, God. Now, Why is none of this in the comic book? I want you guys to ask yourself, have I uh -huh. lied about any of this? <laughs> so he's Eric Cartman. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so, and, and it's, yeah. So Midian is who we call a jobber. He never really did, he never really did anything in his career. He's just there to enhance other talent and look good, right? They didn't know what to do with him, so they made him like a little Undertaker clone. He was never in shape. He looks like just some loser at a bar you would go to in like, yeah. in like Tennessee. He so must be able to take a hit. Af after, yeah, I'll crack. <laughs> after, <laughs> after they broke up the Ministry of Darkness, they didn't know what to do with Midian, so they turned him. They gave him a gimmick where he was a streaker, and he was called Naked Midian. <laughs> okay, here That's he's such holding a creative a, name. Yeah, here he's holding a beaker with an eye floating in it, so we know he's crazy. So like, like here they say he's some kind of like uh, disciple to the Undertaker, and he's like a, some kind okay. of yeah. I don't know where they got any of that. He was literally just a dude in the Ministry of Darkness to get pinned in the tag matches, so everybody else didn't look like they lost. Well, I'm glad we went through all that, but none of it matters in the least. No. Has nothing to do with it. So they all just get in a brawl. These guys show up to help out the Undertaker. Um, embalmer uh, explodes his fire hands. Uh, he's got Undertaker in a death grip, and then someone grabs his pony knob. Yeah, that's why you don't have that shit in fights. Yeah, that's dumb. That's why Nightwing got rid of it. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best era. Uh, and then I guess somebody brings all these zombies to life, and they start grabbing people, uh, eager to get out of this comic book. Yeah. Then it turns out that that it's uh, it's Paul Bearer that's bringing all the zombies back because for some reason he's also a reanimator. He would be sweating profusely. <laughs> so this is why he wants to end this fight. That's why he's offering oh, an ultimatum. Oh, oh my lord! Oh, oh my lord! I can't. I am simply wilting in the sun here. So this is an era of comics where, in order to look badass and everything, nobody had pupils. Mm -hmm. uh, like the pupils in everyone's eyes are super, 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 super tiny. That was the thing Undertaker did in the ring is uh, he would roll his eyes back and look like he has, he has no pupils. Yeah, he's ahead mm -hmm. of his time. So Paul Bear wants to end this and he decides to strike a deal with Undertaker to give him the book that he needs uh, in exchange for like a power sharing thing, like a timeshare kind of situation, like they're renting a condo together. He only wants to do it because he's so sweaty and so tired and he he just wants to sit down and maybe go maybe go to a drive through and get some I I'm still confused at this point. Is Paul Bear on Undertaker's side or not? So in wrestling they have been friends and enemies a bunch of times. I think the idea in this comic is nobody's, they're everybody's frenemies. When uh, like, Undertaker was uh, feuding with uh, Mankind, uh, mm -hmm. Paul Bear switched sides, uh, dyed his hair blonde, and Mankind referred to him as Mommy. <laughs> All right. Now, Fine. did I make that up? <laughs> 
I mean, you led <laughs> with such very stronger calmly. stuff. Like, it's so minor compared to the other things we've heard. Uh, like, you said it without any sort of joy, so I think it's true. Uh, like, so, yeah, 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 it might be true. <laughs> so Undertaker decides, sure, let's do this. And uh, Paul Bearer says, oh, awesome. Accepts, opens his shirt up, and the missing book flies out of his stomach. Yep. It's all yeah. stuck in his folds. It, it makes a this sh- is some terrible Videodrome shit. It makes a shitting sound. <laughs> Very well. Behold. Uh, serious Dunlop syndrome. God, it really does make the entire comic different to think of him sounding like that. And look at the book. It looks like it's a shitty book. <laughs> like the Undertaker grabs <laughs> it. He's like, oh. So, yeah. So Undertaker now has the two books and he holds them and looks at them. And we see Undertaker is just like all the hipsters I know and that he likes to collect books, but he has no interest in reading them. Behold the power of reading. (laughs) They go on the shelf. Um, So he accepts. And this is my favorite part because he has the books now and he's unleashing his power. And he's like Undertaker is like overflowing with power. And then Kane and the others are watching him and Uh, they don't. They don't look, like, shocked or worried. They look like Undertaker just told a racist joke, and they're not (laughs) sure if it's their place to say something or not. Like, Uh, it's his house. Except for Paul Bearer, who looks like he fully endorses this joke and wants to take it further. He's He's having a great time. He's he's an edgelord. He He now wants to tell you about some of his political views. He's like, I remember back in the old day where you could joke about stuff still. People had a sense of humor. People had a sense of humor for the shutdown parlay. I just, I just wanted to talk my, my free speech. It's when you must use my free speech. That's all. You're, I'm telling you, his real voice is more ridiculous than that. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> and, yeah, and in this image, it looks like they came back through and went, well, he looks pretty jowly, but jowl it up some more. Can we humor? Can we go back to a further panel? And Mike, can you read something of his that's longer? Because oh I really just, I really need to hear it. Again, it really does flavor the comic I mean, you can do this. What do you let's want to see, do? Let's see. Any of these. Just so any point where he has, has dialogue say. that's longer than just like one sentence. Or Your like enemies one will be mine. Your strength will give me strength. All others will serve or die. What do you say, Undertaker? I don't know why he wasn't laughing this whole time. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That oh, is pretty so spot great. on. I'm, I believe it. That's the thing. This is Bizarro episode. Know? I'm believing you, everything Mike says. How do you guys not know that? I never I've never seen him. How do people not watch wrestling? That's so weird. Oh. I mean, uh, what, 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 what channel was it on? I only had the three channels. I didn't oh, have cable like Shay. Satellite uh, dish. I ride the, 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 the pirated seas of the internet, so I don't know what the shit, what the hell anything's on. Okay, well... Um, so then Undertaker has all of his power um, this because of comic books. Book, this comic book has more Undertaker dialogue than he personally had his entire career. <laughs> he can't remember. I did actually. Actually, that's interesting because I looked up uh, what it would cost to hire Undertaker to appear and speak at your event. Uh, $50,000 to $100,000. I bet. But, oh, I bet. But he makes a living speaking, so I guess he can do it. Dude, he did a cameo and he made like twelve million dollars. <laughs> a cameo in what? The uh, cameo. cameo is a name of a. Uh, We've it's looked. Like a, oh, oh, the ca- the website. Yes, yes, yes. No, we should do that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I'll do it. Uh, they want to talk to me. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have a lot to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Undertaker's power explodes, and then somebody throws a, a like a tombstone and impales him. 
Yeah, it's like a Castlevania weapon. Yeah, and it's Embalmer. He's uh, impaled uh, Undertaker, and then it asks, will the Undertaker survive Soul Vex? And I don't give a shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Don't I'm care. I'm guessing he does. Yeah, so it's weird because in this book, it's like Undertaker is a supernatural being, but they keep bringing up the WWF. So, <laughs> yeah. like, are they all employees of the WWF? And they were like driving to the next town, and they just see all this commotion, and they're like, well, "Let's get out there and." Well, move. let let me again turn to the Heroes Wiki fan page, because. <laughs> Here is another uh, excerpt that I took. Again, one full sentence, and it does maybe give a couple breadcrumbs about that. It says, The Undertaker is the main protagonist from the WWF Bo Smith comics. However, in his incarnations in the WWE series, The Undertaker is portrayed as an anti-heroic fighter who is destructive and aggressive towards bad people, but he can still be good and fighting against the embalmer's forces and monsters for the good of the WWF universe in order to get his powers back. Okay. All right. So, and, and on the show, he kidnapped a girl and crucified Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> and I mean, I guess that's the way that ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- what is there to say? What is there to say about this? I tell you what, I'd say I got to go find that Mankind book. Yeah, I am curious about what kind of hijinks he gets into. What if his comic what? book is just totally clean, family-friendly fun? Oh, what if he's on the run for child molestation? <laughs> it took a very dark turn. It's yeah, very that's a, that, okay. Now I mean, we're he, back to normal. I mean, he's got a sock puppet. Weird. Yeah, what are you doing with that? You're talking to kids. Get them to come close. <laughs> All right, and then we see some solicitations for Lady Death, Evil Ernie. Mm-hmm. Ter- just terrible comics. Just bad. Just bad comics. How come ma- like male monsters are always super ugly and lady monsters are always super hot? Do you, do you really have to ask, ask that? I mean, like, really. Like, like, ladies can be can be monsters, too. Yes. Yeah, but that's not why those kids were buying these comic books. Oh, look at ugly man, ladies. you were so close, Mike. <laughs> like, You're getting some self-aware wolves right there. Uh, I mean, that's not true. Like, there are super handsome, like, male monsters, too. It's almost as if the comics are drawn for dudes. Like all them Twilights. Like, those are some sexy people. Oh, I didn't consider them monsters, like, but Like all, right. all the Draculas. All the Draculas are usually pretty hot. <laughs> So what do we think of this, I guess? This is pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) Shay? (laughs) I almost feel like it's not even worth reading because there just wasn't much there. Yeah. I just want to tell you guys about wrestling. I liked liked learning about wrestling. Yeah. um, I mean, I don't want to crap on anybody. I mean, these people are still working in the industry, and I'm sure they're good and talented people. And what do you do? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, well, well, how else do you handle this? So I can't really blame them for it, but it still didn't turn out well. Maybe as a wrestling fan, it's exciting. But as a comic book fan, uh, it's just one out of five Fujiwara arm bars. Ooh. Yeah, that's all. It's just the one. It's fine arm bar. Yeah, it was well executed. It's weird they did this like this because, like, what the wrestlers actually did when they were outside of the ring was pretty crazy. Like, they could have just, like made the comic about them getting bar fights. I did try to think cool. about that. Like, what would I do other than this to, to turn account, these wrestlers into comic book characters? And yeah, the first thing I would say is like, yeah, let's just see behind the scenes. But I don't think they wanted to reveal that part of themselves. Well, no, they could have been. I meant like uh, they could have like been their wrestling characters. It's just going from town to town. They're actually wrestlers, mm-hmm. but they go to bars and like get in fights and get into shenanigans. I guess it's like not a good uh, moral for the kids. I could have written a better Undertaker. This has been Renopian family friendly. 
They stay up late I, on weeknights. My uh, Undertaker comic would have been uh, the Undertaker is like going town to town on his motorcycle and Paul Bearer rides on the bitch seat. Oh, or I thought he was going to be in the sidecar. Or the side, even yeah. better with the goggles and the hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the urn is in the bitch seat. Yeah, they're and they're just going from town to town, making towns, as they say. Yep. See you down the road. Cracking wise, have a good time. Uh-huh. That oh, sounds yeah. great. Having a brew, being a good brother. <laughs> I'm sure. Too sweet. I'm sure Vincent Mann would let you get away with that. Go ahead and do it. He's fine. He's not litigious. It's a much, it's a much better comic. Oh, okay. I guess on an unceremonious note, that kind of ends our discussion of that comic book. So maybe we should yeah, talk let, about what we want to do next time. Yeah, let's uh, go to the 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 wheel okay. of uh, destiny. So I actually put the names of the comics in the wheel this time. Oh, so. oh somebody oh, got Picker Wheel. Yeah, I keep calling it something different every week, and it actually has a name already. Yeah, it's Picker Wheel. Pickerwheel.com, I think is I what like, it is. Yeah, I like Picker Wheel. It's a good it's a good free resource for. Uh, it sounds need. like something I'm not supposed to be doing. When you don't want to be making decisions, but you got to make some sort of call who the fuck put quantum leap on here shay yeah i did i think i said when we saw the the quantum leap solicit i said you know we'll put it on the list look at all those requests we never did (laughs) well i think most of those requests came from one guy and i don't know that he actually listens to the show uh i don't know does anyone probably not look anybody (laughs) by the way anybody we we're happy to do requests though we will forego the wheel of destiny for requests for sure. I but, say let's forego and always put them on the wheel and God decides. Let's make the show nothing but spinning the wheel. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. I would be happy. My ADD would love that. <laughs> All right, ready to go? Let's see what we're looking at next week. All right, no whammies. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at her go. All right, what's it going to be? The Flash number 265. This is one of the first things on our list that's been there for a long time. Has oh. it? Holy shit. Iris has great legs. Kid Flash turns into the Hulk. Okay. That yeah. sounds great. Oh, it's I from mean, 1959. Let's see how racist it's going to be. Oh, yeah. We need to check and see how. It's the Flash. The Flash wasn't Yeah, the Flash racist, is family friendly. No, no, no. Yeah. Flash is family friendly. It's totally Back okay. then, family friendly meant racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah. So that'll be a nice contrast to this insanity that we looked at today. My boy got his first robe. Um, I think that's it. Let me do some closing plugs and wrap things up here. You can smash that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast on Spotify. You can, tomb- you can tombstone that subscribe button. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you can choke slam all the likes. Yeah, you arm bar that follow. Uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, or Amazon, or DarkSizeCouch.com. You can send us requests as well. Otherwise, we're going to keep letting God decide what we read. Um, I think that's about it. Anybody got anything else they want to add here? Oh, and also, we'll follow my continuing attempts to convince Facebook to let me buy an ad. I keep getting zucked every time. Every fucking time. Pretty sure it's my fault for some reason. Well, no, no, James. What have you done both times? I've tried to make them family friendly. Did you do it again? And you posted a bunch of stuff? literally used the word politics with zero context. No, you can't. Dude, the whole campaign Zuck's doing right now is to make Facebook like politic free entirely all right fine i'll try again maybe next week we'll actually have an ad it won't even matter because like pretty soon no one's even going to want to use facebook because all this bullshit people have been saying that for like 11 years and it hasn't happened yet but guys like i don't use facebook anymore and i feel so much better like it's because you're a gen z it's so much better you just hire somebody to read facebook to you yeah that's right and you're jet in your honey nut cheerios i'm gen z i'm not that much younger than you mike yeah, you are. <laughs> just spiritually. We're very old spiritually. You're just so youthful and beautiful. <laughs> no. So we're so haggard. 
God, I'm like a, I'm a puppeteer. <laughs> I know exactly what to do. <laughs> to do what? I, you, you. That's the end of the show. Um, I hope you learned something about wrestling because you sure shit didn't learn anything about comic books. Anybody got anything else they want to add? Uh, I want everyone to rest in peace. Aw, Shay, do you want how do you, how do you want people to rest? Um, I, I guess in in peace as well. I'm still thinking about Paul Bearer's voice. I'm not gonna lie. Paul Bearer does not want you to rest in peace. He wants you to go to Chick-fil-A and get him a sandwich. Uh, is it Sunday? It's not Sunday. I don't know what day it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> unemployed. What do I care? <laughs> Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on the couch.